0: Welcome to Striving Catholics with Maggie Schaefer and Paula Nunez. Welcome back to our second installation about identity. Um, this one talking about where I
1: live. So last time we talked about um, the first weapon and the first struggle when we think about our identities. And it was who I am. And me and Maggie both you know, gave a brief summary. So to recap. Maggie is driving and I'm an instrument. So that's a, like the two second summary of that podcast. So if you haven't listened to that one, stop this one, listen to the other one first and then come back to this one because we're going to be building off of what we were talking about there. Yep.
0: It might make sense or it might not depending on
1: <laughs> if we do
0: this correctly or, you know, maybe the way that God wants it. <laughs> You're listening to Striving Catholics. Anywho, so the second installation, the second part of this is where I live. What does that mean? And it's
1: not physical location like yes. I thought, because in all honestly in all honesty, I never thought Wichita, Kansas was where I was gonna be. But then Maggie explained to me what it actually meant. <laughs> yeah. So we're not talking about where I live, like,
0: geographical locations. Like, we're not talking about Wichita, Kansas, or Belmont, North Carolina, <laughs> where I'm soon to be moving, or am currently, depending on when we release this podcast. <laughs> um, but it has to do with our our state of being and who we are and where, where our hearts live. Um, you know, just like the Tabernacles... In churches, house Christ. We, when we receive the Eucharist, become tabernacles in and of ourselves, and where Christ dwells in us is in our hearts. Um, and so, how is our heart prepared for Christ? We just got finished with Advent, you know, and talking about the preparedness and preparing ourselves for Christ. But in that same reality, how close of a look did we take at our hearts, um, and? where they live because you can be a good christian by living out those you know those commandments of thou shall not kill and this and that and the other thing and that's great but if your heart is not prepared for that if if you You may not be physically killing someone, but if you're gossiping about someone, you're killing their reputation, which goes under that commandment as well. Um, So if if we don't look fully at our hearts in a a realistic sense of, okay, how am I living and how am I internally living, um, then we can't answer the second question of where do I live? Yeah, this one's hard. (laughs) It is hard. And I think, again, this is going back to the retreat that I was on with the Sisters of Life, but they had just talked to us to imagine, um, to just close our eyes, which I'm always very weary of (laughs) when I go on retreats. Um, Just because I fall asleep easily, and then (laughs) I'm just like, oh, that would not be good. So anyway, they told us to close our eyes, and they said, just imagine like your heart. Like, what sorts of things are occupying you right now? like, your thoughts and your heart and all of these different things. And so <clears throat> I closed my eyes and I was like, all right, God, like, what's in my heart? What is it? And what is this this dwelling place that you have there? How have I prepared my heart for you? And I just imagined sitting there and I was in this really small room and I was building up a wall. I could tell that the room was bigger But I was building up this wall. I had this whole stack of bricks that felt like it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And I was building up a wall around me. Um, And I just looked at that. I was like, wow, like, I'm so afraid to, like, let anyone into my heart, including Christ. Um, Because the second part of that was I was... It was, like, in one of those really sad movies or, like... I can't remember which one exactly I was thinking about at the time, but, like, they're sitting against the wall, and, like, you know that there's someone on the other side, and they're also just sitting there against the wall, like, just sitting with you. So I had this little moment, and I was sitting there, and, like, I just knew that Christ was on the other side, just sitting there, just waiting mm-hmm. for me to give the okay for him to break down my wall. And, like, it was just so sad to see that, like, even though I I was living out this Christian faith, like, in my heart of hearts, like, in the depths of who I am, even knowing that that I am a daughter of God, that I am a sister of Christ, like, knowing that this next step of, of where I live <coughs> is I was not allowing anything into my heart. And what I was allowing into my heart was just desolation and sadness and aloneness, or loneliness. And so just to see, like, the things that I was allowing in, because things can't enter your heart they can't enter that space without you giving them the okay and they can't leave that space without giving them the okay as well like we are so much more in control of this than we even realize Mm -hmm. um because I think it was in Exodus Exodus 14 14 which is one of my favorite quotes and it says um the heart prepares the way and the Lord directs the steps but the Lord can't direct the steps if you don't prepare the way um And I think that that's something that I've just been really reflecting on recently, Mm -hmm. of where do I live and how do I fix where I live? Because obviously I do not want my heart to be a seller of loneliness. Um, A seller of loneliness.
1: I didn't mean to laugh. That was very vivid. I mean, thank you. It's
0: true. We were just talking. I was just talking with someone about how... Mm In the Midwest, it's very common to have basements or cellars or whatever. And how? Yeah. Or both? Or both. <laughs> <laughs> Poor que no los dos? Anywho. So where we live, and I just <clears throat> I think back because Sister Mary Gabriel gave us some really great advice. Um, was that even if we are in the midst of turmoil or in the midst of internal battle, what whatever that might be, like. If we become aware that our dwelling, that our hearts are not in the right place, like we can stop there and look at the truth of who God is and look at the truth of who Christ is. Because, and I was talking to Paula about this earlier, and it has to go back to the first part of this podcast about who I am. If we don't stop and recognize the truth of God the Father, of God the Son, and of God the Holy Spirit, then we cannot stop and recognize the truth of who we are. And if we don't recognize that truth of who we are and our identities in God, then we will not be able to fix or fight for our dwelling place, fight for our hearts and our souls in this battle. Because even in the midst of a storm, if we recognize if we recognize the truth of these things then it'll be so much easier for us to kick things out of our dwelling place or to invite God into that moment in our lives, no matter if that's in the midst of sin or desolation or, um, even consolation and joy, like we have to invite God into all of these. Um, and that's inviting him into where we live and where we're living our lives. Yeah.
1: No, when you said that, that really reminded me of another conversation with my mom. It wasn't a good one though. <laughs> it wasn't like a well, it might have been a beautiful one, but I didn't take it as that time. But as you were talking about like what do we really let in our heart, I know for me, um, self-doubt is one of those that just like lives in my heart. It's just like I I know that God trusts me. I know that I could do things, I know I have the capacity capacity of being the person that I've been created to be, but then all of a sudden, like, I don't anymore. It's just like, I could literally make up a hundred scenarios of how I could fail, like literally, and they're all different. They're not the same. And I'm just like, you know what? Is it really worth it? Probably not. Because yeah, it's just like, no, I'm not really that person. I can't be because I'm going to do this and that. So that self- doubt having that in my heart really i feel like limits how much i can be an instrument of the holy spirit so as much as i know who that that's who i am the amount of times i'm able to do it and actually be open to that is like far few in between far which, and few, or few yeah and far between. yeah that because of that self-doubt and one of the examples of that is Recently, we got... I got... No, I got to... I was asked to um, give a talk during our Lady of Guadalupe, and it was really awesome, and I was really nervous, not because I don't like public speaking. I do. It's it's unfortunately something that I'm decent at. (laughs) I'm not bad, Um, but I get really nervous because... And I still remember, like, everyone was panicking because I was panicking because I was, like, literally shaking, and I was, like, sweating, and everyone was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm okay, but I was really scared... Be- that I was gonna do something wrong, and again, it's all that self-doubt. Self-doubt. It's just like, okay, haha, here, Holy Spirit, use me, but don't use me too much because I don't want to embarrass myself. Um, But after that, you know, I was talking to my mom, and I was like, oh, I never want to do anything like that again. And she was just like, why? And I was like, I don't know. It just it takes a lot out of me. I'm I don't like being vulnerable. Like I listed every excuse in the book, and then. I forgot what I kept saying. I just kept going on, being really negative about the whole experience, even though, you know, I did it. A... it was awesome, you know, like, you always get a rush when you know the <coughs> Holy Spirit was using you, you're just like, oh, you feel so holy, and I talk to everyone, that's how I know. <laughs> I'm very friendly all of a sudden. Uh, but like, I kept being, like, negative, I kept complaining, and then finally she just kind of, like, turned around, and she was like, Paula, she was just like... You know, you don't do... Th- you do things because you have to. You don't do things out of love. And at that point, I had nothing else to say. I was really offended, so I left. <laughs> Again. Hard conversation to hear, like, someone really say that, but I really took that into prayer, surprisingly, because it, it, like, it was like someone literally punched me um, because I didn't know... I couldn't say that you were... Like, I couldn't say she was wrong, you know? Because it she wasn't. It felt like... Finally, someone put me on blast, you know? (laughs) Um, And it was very humbling because I even went to adoration later that week and I was like, is this even true? I'm like, yeah, it's true. I don't do things out of love. And that goes back to that, where does your heart live? Well, my heart lives in self-doubt. So even when I'm doing beautiful things and, like you said, living that Christian life, being open to the Holy Spirit, I wasn't able to actually fully partake in that because that should have left me... With that peace that comes from God. And it didn't. Instead, I was more anxious. I was just negative. And it's why it's because my heart doesn't fully live in Christ. It lives in that self doubt. So, even, so yeah, it was hard. My mom's awesome. But at that moment, I was like, man, man, I, I really need to go sit down.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, your mom just gave us the perfect segue into our third section here. Our third podcast will be about how I love. Um, that's the third installment but we have a we have a um challenge for you um with this installment um of where i live so again it's a lot of reflecting you know it's the new year
1: reflect all you the have things time if you're a college student classes don't start for another <clears throat> like week maybe. but that's not so. when we're going to publish this and so maybe not you know take the weekend <laughs> whatever <laughs> take time
0: it's so important to have um, time for prayer reflection. time scheduled into your day so if you do not look at your class schedule schedule it in that is not your challenge but that's another thing you should do <laughs> so there's this prayer that sister mary gabriel taught me um about when we're in the midst of this storm um whether it is comparison or self-doubt pride loneliness distrust lust um really any gamut of 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 words that that you're struggling with or that you're are really. that you have allowed into where you live and have allowed to dictate that part of your identity um we want you to reflect on on what that might be um what might be that thing that's causing you to build a wall um and not let anyone in um or like in paulo's case just allowing self-doubt to just stay there and remain there and live live there so here's the um the prayer and we'll put this on our website um, but the prayer is in the name of the lord jesus christ and by the authority of my baptism i command you spirit of whatever that might be comparison lust self-doubt leave me immediately and go to the foot of the cross of Jesus, never to bother me or anyone else again. Um, so we will write this down and type it up and put it into our website. Um, but yeah, look and see what you might be attacking your your own identity just by allowing it to live live there and live within you.
1: Yeah, really look to see what you're letting into your heart. And you might be really surprised to find that you're accepting all of this negativity and all that stuff. Yep. So, until next time, everyone. Peace out. Peace out. (laughs) And remember, holiness is possible. (laughs) Yes, it is.
0: Thank you for joining Striving Catholics.